Hello and welcome to Join the Club. My name is Holly. I acknowledge the lands and waters of the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation. I pay respect to the ancestors past and elders present and those emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. I am and will continue to be inspired by the incredibly rich culture of the Wajak people and their connection to family and others. Hello and welcome to a mini bonus episode of Join the Club podcast. Today with Halloween in mind, I would like to invite you to join the Hobby and Craft Graveyard Club. Now you're probably thinking, what is this woman on about? The Hobby and Craft Graveyard Club. Well, I'll explain that to you very, very shortly. Um, And I hope that you can find a bit of humour in in this episode today and maybe relate to a little bit of what I'm going to be sharing. First of all, though, I would like to share my highlights of my week in the last few days. And mine is just my appreciation for my YouTube girlies. And is there anybody out there who is a massive YouTube watcher? I have to say... I'm definitely part of the YouTuber girl gang. Can anyone else relate to that? I find absolute comfort in sitting down and watching my favorite YouTubers. Just if I see that they have uploaded a new video, I get so excited. Can't wait to hear about what they've been getting up to in all of their different lives. Um, Particularly, I would say my favorite would be Remy Cruz. Now, Ray Cruz is an LA-based YouTuber and content creator who I've been watching and following for so many years. And it goes back to, you know, she started her YouTube channel, like I'd say probably maybe, I don't know, close to 10 years ago where she was going to college and she was filming like her day in her college dorm. It's really, really sweet. And her content has obviously grown since then. And she has just you know, being so successful in everything she does. But I just feel so connected in how real she is as a person. Like, I get it, okay, like she's quite wealthy and successful and um, lives a much more extravagant lifestyle than I do. And that's not what I connect with. I think it's just her being really honest and open and fun and she shares like her friendships and hanging out with her friends and um, her love of cooking and her Korean culture just yeah I really love it and it makes me feel connected I like I know myself that if I'm feeling a little bit lonely at home and say that like my daughter's down for a nap and I just want to sense like have a sense of connection to somebody in their life I chuck on YouTube and I see if any of my um, of my favourite YouTubers have uploaded a vlog. And it's kind of an unusual thing. I think if we, you know, kind of look from an outside point of view and an- analyse, you know, what is it about these vlogs and YouTubers' lives that we become so invested in and, and, and really find comfort in? It's quite a, you know, interesting phenomenon because it's a fairly recent, you know, if we're looking at society and the media in general, that it's a fairly recent sort of, I guess, popular form of of content that people are consuming. On top of that, I also really love Alicia Marie, who was Remy's best friend, and she is, again, like when I say OG YouTuber, like she's been doing it for a very long time as well. And, again, just like really wholesome content, like 
days in her life. She's rent like maybe doing some, you know, home decor at home and going to like the gym and hanging out with her friends, just super simple. And I love it. And they've also got a podcast together called Pretty Basic. And yeah, just the two of the girls hanging out. Sometimes they're talking about the most random things in the world. Um, Remy just got engaged recently. So there's lots of content around her engagement and Alicia's forever singledom. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's just really nice and, and easy to listen to. I would have to say my ultimate comfort watch though. Like if I'm really feeling like in a mood where I want to get like cozy on the couch and just relax and kind of escape from my day a little bit is watching Zoella. So Zoe's hug. I'm not sure if anyone has ever come across her content. Like she has been doing this for yeah, 10 years plus. She's amazing at her work and what she has made. Um, there's actually a really interesting recent um, Shameless Book Club episode about the scandal that came with her first book, Girl Online, that she released like quite a few years ago, maybe back in like, oh, I can't even remember, like 2015 or something around then where there was scandal that she had, it came out that she had a ghostwriter. I thought that was really interesting because now it's very common for authors to have ghostwriters, particularly those that aren't from a writing background and might work in social media or have like a celebrity sort of profile and then have a ghostwriter help them. Um, but yeah, I just love, I love Zoella. I love watching her life. It's, she just seems so down to earth. Yes, she is ridiculously wealthy, but she doesn't flash her wealth in like a really obnoxious way. She just seems like a person I'd love to be friends with. Um, she's got a little girl, um, Ottilie, and even one of my daughters maybe in the background and there's a vlog on and, and Neve just love uh, Neve, my daughter loves watching watching the the little girl in the video as well and yeah it's just really beautiful wholesome family stuff nothing you know dramatic or earth shattering anything like that it's just simple easy watching and I love it another one another couple of youtubers that I really love watching um are also so so Zoella is based in the UK and she lives just near Brighton um, but there are also two other UK-based YouTubers that I love and they're the complete opposite to Zoella. It's definitely more out there in their early 20s, are these two girls, and they have their own YouTube channel. So that's um, Anastasia Kingsnorth and Saffron Barker. And their shows are really just about like their lives in their 20s, dating, going out, travelling, like they're always somewhere like LA, New York, um, all throughout Europe, Australia, like they're just everywhere. And it's just fascinating just watching their lives and seeing, yeah. And again, like they just seem re like really nice people, the way that they portray the videos, of course. And I'm just going to take it as it is. They also have a podcast, which um, I don't mind listening to, which is Sex Lies, uh, Sex Lies and DM Slides, which is about like their dating life being in their, in their early 20s. And yeah, just kind of interesting. Uh, I'm way beyond that. Um, part of my life I can kind of just yeah it's kind of fun to listen to and um, yeah think back on that time in my life so yes my highlight a very long-winded tangent of a highlight um, my highlight is my love and appreciation for my YouTuber girl gang and yeah I wonder if any of you also are huge fans of um, some of these girls uh, on YouTube or maybe some other content creators. But if you would like to dip your toe into the world of YouTube and you just want a comfort watch, 
I would highly recommend. Oh, my other, uh, my other, um, new favorite, um, is Molly May, Molly May Haig, who is quite famous at the moment, especially with being on the, oh, what's that show with the Furies, the famous boxer family. But anyway, she is engaged to Tommy Fury, who's the brother of, um, oh my gosh, escape me now, really famous boxer. Um, so she was on their reality show recently, but she is just so incredibly famous on her own right. And she um, was on Love Island and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she's got a little girl, really, really sweet, um, just about her life. And yeah, I don't know, just really interesting. Yes. So that, those are my highlights of the week. Time to deep dive into the Hobby and Craft Graveyard Club. I've noticed this trend or this topic sort of come up quite a little bit on TikTok and I've just immediately was resonated with me and go, yeah, that is me to a T. And I've laughed about this to one of my good friends actually because I feel that she can relate to this too, um, that <laughs> we definitely uh, have a bit of a habit of picking up and very quickly discarding hobbies and craft activities. And when I say a hobby and craft graveyard, I mean my study is an absolute graveyard of all of the poor souls of hobbies and crafts that I have picked up and very quickly discarded and buried beneath a pile of other things um, over time. And I would like to share some of those with you today and wonder if any of these you have also um, ditched into your hobby and craft graveyard. The first one I'd have to say I really gave a really hot go and was quite successful um, was a few years ago, probably say it was back in 2017, 2018 possibly, so about like four or five years ago. I was really into like pretty bold and bright funky earrings and this was a time it was actually quite a trendy sort of um, accessory style and there were lots of small businesses popping up that were making their own using like different materials to yeah make these like really really fun and funky earrings and I thought oh I'm going to try and make some of these myself and I started making them and then a few of my friends were like oh like these are really cool like can you make some for me as well and then I thought, oh, like I'm enjoying this process. And then I actually made it into a small business. So at first it was called Holly by Golly Designs. I know, that's really cheesy. And I was making these really fun earrings out of polymer clay to start off with. And then I was using resin, um, sorry, acrylic and also resin poured as well. And the acrylic ones, I would like create a design or find a design that I liked get those laser cut and then I would put the earrings together. So had all sorts of like really fun ones and I'll pop some pictures of some of the designs that I created. I actually still have an Etsy page that's live, um, <laughs> which is a really funny story. I was checking, randomly checking through my emails. This was like at the start of the year checking through and I was like, oh my gosh, I have my, still have my email account for my earring um, business. I thought I might just have a quick look and see. And I actually had two orders from my Etsy account that I hadn't seen. It's like, oh, 
crap. Like I felt so sorry, didn't realize the money had been put into my account. So I quickly messaged the, the two customers and they were just absolutely beautiful. Like, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't realize my Etsy store was still open. And then um, one of them I refunded and one I actually did send the earrings out to them, which was really nice. So yes, my Etsy store is still live. I still have quite a few like beautiful pairs of earrings left, but it was just something that I don't know, lost momentum, lost passion for it tried to get it up and going again. I then renamed it to Sweet Pea Designs, which I still have an Instagram page for that, which again, I would tag if you want to have a look at some of the cute designs on there and what I was selling. But yeah, I kind of got over it, um, which I think a lot of similar sort of small businesses did. The trend sort of faded out and the more minimalist sort of accessory look came back in again and those big bold earrings were sort of out and I just sort of left it as it was and still have a lot um, of earrings up in my study that are sitting there and just, yeah, just hanging out in their box together. (laughs) The other one was, so that was probably the most um, successful, I would say, in terms of actually trying to sell them and um, have customers. And I did pretty well. Like I did pretty well with that. Like I would go to different markets, farmers markets, um, got quite a bit of business online selling them. And I had a few people buy them from like overseas, which was really exciting. But the actual cost and the 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 cost of sending them my time, going to markets, paying for insurance. Like it really was just a hobby at that. Like I was not making any extra money. It was just sort of breaking even, but I really enjoyed it at that time. Um, Yeah, it was really fun. It was creative. Uh, Don't regret it. And yeah, it was good. Good time. Um, So all my other ones were much more short-lived than my earring business, my earring craft. Uh, the next one would have been like clay work. So using like polymer clay to make earrings and to make like lots of other like little bits and pieces. But I'm just not good at the like finicky kind of fiddly parts of using clay and um, all of that that comes with the intricacies of of creating small little beautiful pieces with polymer clay and then also resin. <laughs> I tried, I tried resin pouring and I tried creating resin poured jewelry and accessories. Oh my God. I think I tried it twice and I had the resin was going everywhere. I had no, no clue. And it was just an absolute disaster. I gave up very quickly on that one. I admire the beautiful like resin poured like boards and resin poured art, like those chopping boards where people have got the gorgeous resin poured designs and tabletops and coasters and amazing, absolutely amazing. The patience you need for that to not get the bubbles and to make the mixture look like perfect, good on you. I don't have the patience for that. Another one (laughs) was crocheting crocheting so there was a time around um my friends that I was working with at my previous school there was like about four of us and two in particular were really really good at crocheting and got like right into it during like COVID when there was you know lots of time at home and they were making like these beautiful big blankets and all sorts of crocheted things and myself and my other friend were um, pregnant at the same time and we both were like, like, oh yeah, like, like, let's pick up some crocheting. And then, so my friend, um, Nat, who we were like, who we were, actually our girls are born a day apart, which is really, really sweet. And I'll talk about their cute little friendship another time. We were both trying to fill our time with all sorts of like craft ideas and hobbies and things. And Nat is like just naturally an incredible like sewer 
and crochet already and she was making these beautiful pieces and these crochet squares and making blankets and then here's me like oh my gosh I could barely even do a like one crochet stitch or whatever it's called I went out to spotlight bought all the things but no at last I got very frustrated gave up um looked at a few YouTube videos felt absolutely useless and then that um those crocheting needles the wool everything the books they're in the graveyard <laughs> along with the earrings along with the resin another one was um embroidery like really simple embroidery kits you know that you can get from Kmart um and I had some like really you know easy designs that I made uh with uh very cheap embroidery rings or whatever you call them I sound very um knowledgeable in this area <laughs> not I made a few like funny ones for friends and I made one for my daughter's room um but again Gave up on it very quickly. I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. <laughs> That'll do. So that was short-lived. My other one was watercolour painting. So my best friend and I, we went to this really fun art class together um, based in Perth. It was so beautiful and it was, um, what's the name? Oh, House of Hobby. Highly recommend if you're looking for like a fun gift idea for somebody who loves trying different hobbies and crafts and art. I've been to a couple of them so far and the watercolour one really inspired me. I thought, oh my gosh, this is so good. My art actually looked pretty decent. We were drawing, uh, painting these jellyfish watercolour paint um, pieces. Loved it actually have it in the house somewhere like I didn't just chuck it in the bin when I went home so then of course I was like oh my gosh like look at me artist artist over here went out and bought a whole heap of beautiful watercolor paints use them twice they're in the graveyard see you later sorry watercolor paints didn't get those out again even though I really enjoyed that one and that was like a low pressure sort of craft arty activity um the other one I have so many on the, this list that it is embarrassing. The other one is my sewing machine. So I decided when um, my daughter was born that, oh, my gosh, beautiful clothes. Look at these gorgeous fabrics and spotlight. I'm going to learn how to sew and I'm going to make my daughter her own clothes. So my husband, bless him, he bought me a sewing machine for my birthday, I think it was this year, so back in February. Immediately I got frustrated because I couldn't actually thread the sewing machine properly. But then, you know, slowly, slowly YouTube videos got it going. Started off with baby steps and made some scrunchies. And that's as, that's as far as I've gotten. That's it. I've made three scrunchies and nothing. Oops, nothing. It's sitting up there gathering dust. It looks cute. It looks really cute up there. Have I made anything for my daughter like I intended? No. I have not. Do I intend to? The intention's there. Will it happen? Most likely not. No. <laughs> my other one was, oh, essential oils. Oh, my gosh. I Imagine if I had, like, saved all this money. What I could, anyway, doesn't matter. In the past. Essential oils. So I got in, you know, on jumped on that bandwagon, uh, particularly around the time when doTERRA was like a big, big one. And I'd been to lots of different parties with essential oils and things and didn't get into like wanting to sell them myself or anything like that, but just like loved all the things that you could use the essential oils for within your cooking and making like little perfumes and making 
all sorts of natural products for your home. I was a sucker for that and I've spent hundreds of dollars on essential oils. Do I use any of them now? No. Maybe if I want to put the diffuser on just to make the house smell nice, I definitely do not use them the way that I used to. So that was an interesting hobby that has been ditched and put in straight into the graveyard. Oh, another one, which is really funny, was another house of hobby class that I did with my friend was candle making. And I got this present for her. This is this is my other um, my other best friend, so Stevie. We went to this, I got her this voucher for her birthday or maybe Christmas, can't remember. And I thought like this would be really fun for us to do um, like together, like the two of us. And we went to this candle making class and we were like, yeah, look at us. Like we're pros. Our candles looked so cool, like made all these really like fun designs. It smelled delicious. And then in our minds, we're like, we're going to save so much money. We're going to buy all the materials wholesale and we're going to have so many candles in our house. Look at us. Have we done it? No, absolutely not. We have not. The intention was there, did not happen. And the candles that I made in the class? Well, um, they're in the graveyard too. (laughs) Sorry. Um, And last but not least, not so much a craft or an artsy project. This is a funny one. I thought that I could like make a bit of a side hustle by making like teacher resources on Teachers Pay Teachers or through Canva. And I thought, oh, like, you know, this could be something really great. Like while I'm working part-time, get a bit more income, build up a Teachers Pay Teachers store, which I'm sure hundreds of thousands of teachers have had the same idea of making resources, putting them online and making a few extra dollars. But when it actually came to it, I think I was like, I already spend so much time making things for school and like creating and using my time that I was like, nah, I tried it and it was just, yeah, maybe down the track, but that was just another one that's like in the graveyard. So quick recap of the crafts and hobbies that are in my graveyard (laughs) that have been ditched over time. Earrings, clay work. Resin, resin pouring, crocheting, embroidery, watercolour painting, sewing, essential oil creations, candle making and creating teacher resources on Canva or posting on Teachers Pay Teachers. I mean, could be worse, right? Anyway, I just think it's kind of funny and I wonder if anybody else can relate to this and I'm sure there are going to be many, many more in the future, Um, not necessarily a bad thing. And I guess very quickly because I've said that this is a mini episode and now I'm looking at my computer screen and realising that it's almost 23 minutes long, so (laughs) not so mini. I won't spend too much time on the badges of honour. I guess part of it is it's just something fun. Like I haven't invested thousands of dollars I haven't wasted my time. It came with good intentions that I wanted to do something creative as an outlet to, um, you know, relieve anxiety, to um, use my creative brain in a way that wasn't just work. And, yeah, I got something out of it in that short amount of time and that's okay and they're there if I want them again or maybe I should just pass. Maybe I should do that, yeah. Maybe I'll pass them on to somebody else who wants to have a go or invite people around to just 
have some fun with the random craft bits that I have. It's actually not a bad idea. Like a crafty evening and throw in some cocktails at the same time. Why not? I don't think candle making and drinking is a very it's a very good combination. But yeah, anyway. As I said, this is meant to be a mini mini episode. Hasn't that has not happened. So I'm gonna leave that there for today. But as always, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Hobby and Craft Graveyard Club. Maybe, as I said, this is a club that you feel that you could join, that you'll be a part of, or maybe you're now intrigued. Some of these hobbies sounded like a bit of fun to you. But, yeah, Um, if you have not, please like and subscribe. I would love – for you to follow the podcast on whichever podcast app you are using and also would really appreciate if you could rate the podcast too that would be really great and please share with your friends um i would love for other people to yeah hear about the podcast if you would be happy enough to share it with the people that you think would enjoy this too and yeah and the next episode i'm very excited to share will be the first guest episode which i'll be releasing next week and i am very very excited to share that with you too okay thanks everyone speak soon bye